following program is furnished by The Truth About Your Future, LLC. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station. This information is education and not financial advice. Consult a financial advisor before investing. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman is brought to you by Bitwise, the world's largest crypto index fund manager, and by Global X ETFs. For more than a decade, Global X ETFs has been dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions, and by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100, and by Edelman Financial Engines. Rick Edelman is a board member, consultant, shareholder, and client of EFE, but EFE is unaffiliated and has no Say over the content of the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. This is where technology, innovation, and personal finance come together. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. And now your host, Rick Edelman. And a very happy weekend to you. Welcome to the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. I'm Rick Edelman. I've got a really, really important message for you today regarding your future, and I'm specifically referring to your retirement and leaving your career. Well, we've been sharing with you the fact that we've transitioned, Gene and I, over the past year away from Edelman Financial Engines and to our next chapter, represented pretty well by this radio show and broadcast, The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. It replaces my prior radio show, which I've been doing for nearly 30 years, and it was part of a bigger transition associated with us walking away from the company we founded back in 1986, Edelman Financial Engines. Now with 1,500 employees, 350 or so financial advisors, more than 1.4 million clients, the firm managing about $300 billion in assets, making Edelman Financial Engines, if not the largest, independent registered advisory firm in the country, certainly one of the top few. Well, walking away, that transition, as you've heard Gene talk about it on this program in the past few weeks, and you've heard me chatting about it as well, it's been a difficult transition in many respects. I mean, this is, after all, our baby. This was our career. You know, we don't have children, and so the employees in our company were our children, where we nurture, care for them, and help them grow and develop in their own careers and their own professional development. And it's been so rewarding and so enriching serving all the clients who we've gotten to know so very well over the decades. And the business accomplishments that we've achieved and all the fun that we've had all along the way. But everything comes to an end. And if such a transition could occur to us where we owned the company, well, clearly a transition of a similar sort is inevitable for you as well. What we've learned as financial planners throughout our careers is that many of our clients, highly successful individuals, succeeding in whatever career path they are in, school teachers, firefighters, members of the military, as well as corporate executives, government employees, and many others in middle management in a variety of organizations. We associate so much of our self-worth, so much of our lives, so much of our personal identity with what we do for a living. Does this sound like someone you know, maybe even you? It's not at all uncommon when you meet somebody for the first time at a cocktail party or an event for them to say, what do you do? And we're pretty quick with an answer of what we do, the career we're in, the position we hold, the company or organization we work for. And we've been in that mode 
our entire adult lives. Ever since we got out of school, whether it was high school or college or grad school, we entered the workforce and we began to associate ourselves with our careers. We tend to keep score with friends and family and, okay, some not-so friends in our lives. Who's making more money? Who's moving up the ladder? Who's got the bigger house? Who's sending the kid to the better school? And an effort to say that our materialism, the accomplishments of our purchases and our possessions, help to establish who we are and putting us on a relative scale against those we're comparing ourselves to, whether it's neighbors down the street, brothers-in-law at Christmas dinner, or that rival that we had way back when. All that seems to go pretty well. We do okay on that relativity scale, comparing ourselves to others, and even comparing ourselves to our former selves, looking at who we are today in comparison to who we were. What have we accomplished? What have we achieved? And very often, we're pretty proud of ourselves, thank you very much. Look at the house we're living in now compared to the home we had fresh out of school. Look at the car we're driving today. Look at the vacations we're taking. Look at the wonderful people our children have grown up to become. Look at the services and the support we've provided not only to our parents and other family members, but to the community at large. We've got a secure reputation. We've accomplished much. And you know what? As Frank Kotba might say, it indeed is a wonderful life. But now we have to recognize that we've acknowledged, that we've absorbed, that we've lived in for our entire adult lives, the last 20, 30, 40 years, eventually will come to an end. If it could happen to Gene and me, where we're the owners of the company, imagine what it has to be like for you if you don't own the business. If you are employed by somebody else, you don't have a job the way you may think you do. I love that phrase when people talk about, oh, the job I have. Oh, I, you know, I, I got a new job, uh, an excited kid out of school might say. Well, you didn't get anything. You don't have anything because the word get, the word have, that kind of connotes ownership, possessiveness. Well, it's not your job. It's your boss's job. They're just letting you use it for a while. And the day's going to come when that boss is going to take that job back. Now, it might be a surprise, involuntary, the company going out of business. They are losing money. They can't afford to keep paying you. It might come because of poor performance on your part. It might be because of a health issue, disability. It might be because of death. It might be because of your desire to retire. For whatever the reason, the word transition is the key word. The day is going to come when you're going to find yourself in the situation that Gene and I found ourselves. The recognition that our association, our self-worth tied inextricably to the company that we created and grew and nurtured and fostered, that connection was breaking. And regardless of the reason it occurred or why it occurred, when it occurred or who started it or whatever or how it transpired, none of that really matters in the end, does it? What really does matter is the mere fact that it occurred. And so my message to you is really very simple. It's wonderful that you associate much of your self-worth 
and your value to your family, your community, to society, associated with your job, your career, your employer. But we need to recognize that at some point, your association with that job and that employer will come to an end. And when it does, you're going to discover that there's a huge vacuum. We devote, you tell me, how many hours a week to our jobs? 40? (laughs) You got to be kidding. You spend 40 hours a week thinking about it when you're not doing work. We're spending 60, 70, 80 hours. If you factor in commutes, oh, okay, COVID kind of wiped out the commutes. But if you factor in all of the time you really spend either working or thinking about work, it's a good 50, 60 hours a week. And when we consider that we are sleeping a third of our lives away, clearly more than half of our awake time is about work. And all of a sudden, if work is gone, well, we've got a huge hole. We've got a massive vacuum. And we know nature abhors a vacuum. And this is why the notion of the transition is often really, really scary because we are finding ourselves in a going from scenario. And how do we go from the life we held? How do we go from the career we had? How do we go from the identity that we created for ourselves in the career that we held? This going from can be really treacherous from an emotional perspective. I'm not going to bother talking about it from an economic perspective so much. I'll get to that in a moment, of course. This is, after all, a show about the future and your financial future. But let's talk about the emotional issue first and our ability to deal with this. What we need to understand is that the transition is inevitable. Therefore, if we're going to act as proper financial planners, we're going to anticipate the transition. So let's start there. Ask yourself, is a transition in your future? When might it occur? How far away might it be? Once we have the beginning of a sense of when the transition might occur, we can then develop a strategy to approach it, go through it, and come out on the other side. So that it isn't a conversation of coming from It's now a focus of going to. And that's a much healthier, much more fun, much more exciting emotional position to be in. More on being prepared for a career transition whenever that might happen when we return on The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. If you're saving and investing for tomorrow, Inflation is a risk you can't ignore. That's because we're living longer and your money may have to stretch further. Join us this Tuesday, January 25th at 3 p.m. or 8 p.m. Eastern for a brand new virtual event. Ten ways to help protect your wealth from inflation. Register for free at edelmanfinancialengines.com radio. Don't let rising prices impact the quality of your retirement and your lifestyle. This virtual event, 10 Ways to Help Protect Your Wealth from Inflation, will show you how stocks, bonds, and other investments may help you outpace inflation. It also explores what inflation could mean for your Social Security benefits. Our advice is based on 35 years of wealth management experience. 
Please join us for our special virtual event, 10 Ways to Help Protect Your Wealth from Inflation, this Tuesday, January 25th at 3 p.m. or 8 p.m. Eastern. Register for free at edelmanfinancialengines.com slash radio. The Truth About Your Future is sponsored by Global X ETFs. Exponential technologies are transforming the way we live and work and creating new investment opportunities along the way. But where to start? At GlobalX, we have spent more than a decade focusing on long-term emerging trends, what we call thematic growth. Think blockchain, lithium battery technology, solar energy, and other structural shifts in the economy and society at large. Explore how these themes can be integrated into your portfolio at GlobalXETFs.com or ask your financial advisor. Welcome back to The Truth About Your Future. I'm Rick Edelman. We're talking about preparing for and handling a career change in your life. Instead of focusing on what we're leaving behind, let's pay attention to where we're headed. So Gene and I recognized for a long time that this transition was inevitable, and we began conversations way back in 2016, six years ago, that the transition was eventually going to occur. Now, we did own the business. We were the founders of the company, so we did have an awful lot of control over the timing of our transition, but that didn't mean that we could delay inevitably the nature of it. So starting several years ago, we began to realize, what are we going to do next? What's life going to be like? How are we going to readjust? How are we going to reemerge as somebody totally new, somebody who isn't the owners, the founders, the CEO of Edelman Financial Engines. And it was a very difficult, awkward conversation. And as you can imagine, in the beginning, those conversations were astonishingly short. (laughs) It was a sentence from one of us, followed by, uh, we'll talk about it later, from the other one. Because we had to begin to get comfortable with the idea. We had to begin to digest it. We had to begin to contemplate the fathom of the possibility that we would have life without our beloved company allow time to take its course. And over time, slowly, over a period of years, quite frankly, we began to talk about it more and more. We began to contemplate more and more the notion of life beyond the business. And we began to ask ourselves, what's exciting us? What's interesting us? What is it we would love to spend time doing that, frankly, the burdens of the business are precluding us, preventing us from doing? For me, that led to my focus of crypto. The focus that, hey, this is a completely compatible scenario. I love the world of personal finance. I'm totally emerged in the issue of Wall Street and investment management. And what I've been discovering over the last decade is that Bitcoin and digital assets are becoming, without a doubt in my mind, the most important, the most impactful investment opportunity of our lives. This is something that I could really get excited about devoting even more time and attention to, not just for us personally, but to help bring people along, which is basically how we've explained our entire careers. We're going to teach ourselves how this works, and then we're going to share with others what we've learned so that you can enjoy the benefits as well. And so four years ago, I created the Digital Assets Council of Financial Professionals. Now, I did it as, you know, I figured it'd be a short-term, part-time hobby. 
I didn't think it would grow into a very significant company. We now have 15 employees in that business, and it's taking a very significant amount of our time. But we're loving it. We're enjoying it. Building a new business is something Gene and I love to do because we're entrepreneurs at heart. We love building businesses. We also love doing a lot of philanthropic work, and we're able to throw our efforts, our money, our time, our energies into those activities more than ever. This was a metamorphosis that we've been enjoying all along the way. And my point to you is, it's going to happen to you. In many careers, the transition is forced upon you. If you're an airline pilot for a commercial airline, age 65, mandatory retirement. If you're in the military, you're going to have retirement at a given age. When you put in 20 years as a school teacher, you're going to hit full retirement benefits in your pension, and so on. So we need to recognize it's going to come. And what I'm here to help you do is to recognize this inevitability. This is something you can't ignore, or you will find yourself one day facing a vacuum. And that emptiness, that lack of direction, is incredibly disconcerting. In other words, there's a real big difference between not having to do anything and not having anything to do. For Gene and me, we don't have to do anything. We're set. We've saved enough money, we've established ourselves, we know what we're all about, and if we don't have to do anything, cool, wonderful, it's relaxing. But that's really different from boredom, emptiness, lack of direction, lack of opportunity, and that's what you face if you aren't prepared for your transition. You know, it's really fascinating. As we began our careers as financial advisors, we were young. I was only 28 years old when we started our company. And naturally, as someone 28 years old, I considered it rather challenging to try to convince somebody the age of my grandparents to give me their life savings. I mean, here I was, brand new as a financial planner, virtually no experience, no proven skill set. Nobody had yet called me an expert, hadn't yet won any awards. I wasn't yet on the radio. How on earth was I going to persuade somebody more than twice my age to give me their life savings? Well, I thought that was a bit overwhelming and a bit challenging. So what did Gene and I decide to do instead? Let's help out people who are similar to us, similar in age, similar in amount of money, similar in goals and objectives. So we started serving other people in their 20s and 30s, newlyweds, young married couples, people trying to raise children, buy their first home, buy or lease their first car, deal with their first job. And what we discovered over the decades is that while our expertise began by serving predominantly young folks who didn't have a whole lot of money, as we got older, as our business got more successful, as we began to make more money, our clients were doing the very same thing. They were getting older. They were having career success. They were having children, buying homes, buying bigger homes, enjoying the benefits of the bull market that we had in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. And our shift of advice began to change because people in their 50s have a different need of financial advice than people in their 20s. And now that we're in our 60s and we discover that many of our clients are in their 60s and 70s, they're reaching retirement and their need for financial advice is changing as well due to their aging. And so that's the road you're on.
We are in a scenario where we are all on this life's journey. And the journey evolves as we age, as our circumstances change, and as our attitudes change as well. So what I want you to know is that you're on one of your chapters of your book, and you're going to turn at some point to your next chapter. Now, you can either anticipate it and prepare for it, or you can allow yourself to be blindsided and shocked when it happens. If you go through it effectively, the way Gene and I have tried to do for ourselves, you can follow in the way we did it, anticipate the future, focus on what matters to you, and learn how to separate your self-worth from your career so that you can look forward to your transition rather than lamenting, regretting, and inevitably delaying it until it's inevitably too late. I'm Rick Edelman, wanting to be helpful to you as we all go through this journey, because this is the truth about your future. I'm Rick Edelman. Stay with us. What do all the greatest innovations have in common? Agents of innovation. Ordinary people who shape the future by putting their money behind the right ideas. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100. So you don't have to be an inventor to help create what's next to come. Be an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the prospectus at Invesco.com. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Are you interested in investing in digital assets, but find it all a bit complicated? Here's an easy way you can invest in Bitcoin and other top digital assets. The Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund, symbol BITW. It's the first and still biggest crypto index fund. It owns the 10 largest digital assets, and it rebalances monthly, so you don't have to decide what to buy or when to rebalance. At Bitwise, we do it all for you. We want digital assets to be available to everyone, and that's why we work closely with individual investors, as well as financial advisors and institutions across the country. Crypto is all we do at Bitwise, and we have a four-year track record, four dozen employees devoted entirely to digital assets, and $2 billion in assets under management. If you agree that digital assets belong in your diversified portfolio, take a serious look at the Bitwise Crypto 10 Index Fund, symbol BITW, available everywhere you get your investments. Want to start investing? One thing is certain, trusted is always better than trendy. With the new Schwab Starter Kit, new investors can open an account and get $50 to split across the top five stocks by market cap in the S&P 500. Those are companies they actually recognize, like Amazon, Apple, and Google. There are also videos, guides, and other helpful tools, plus investment professionals 24-7 to answer your questions. To see the current top five stocks and learn more about the Schwab Starter Kit, go to schwab.com slash starter kit. The information you need to plan for the tomorrow you want. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. 
This is The Truth About Your Future. I'm Rick Edelman. You've heard of Bitcoin. Have you heard about the halvening? What is that? Well, I told you last week about Bitcoin mining. Miners are the people who do those complex computer calculations to validate the data that's on the Bitcoin blockchain. But how much Bitcoin do they get paid for mining? Well, back in 2009, miners were rewarded with 50 Bitcoins every time they solved one of those puzzles. Well, they don't get 50 anymore. Every four years, the reward for mining gets cut in half. It's called the halvening. So in 2012, the reward was cut from 50 to 25. In 2016, it was cut to 12 and a half. And in 2020, it was cut again to six and a quarter. The reward is going to get cut once more in 2024 to three and an eighth. Now, if a miner gets half as much Bitcoin as before, how do they avoid getting only half the pay? Simple. The Bitcoin doubles in price. This is why a lot of people believe that the price of Bitcoin will continue to rise. If the number of Bitcoins I'm receiving as a reward gets cut in half, I want each Bitcoin to be worth twice as much. And doubling in price is exactly what has happened after every Bitcoin halving. Another halving is coming in two years. Does that mean Bitcoin's price will double by then? I think so. And that's one reason I'm investing in Bitcoin. And if you'd like to learn more about blockchain and digital assets, order my new book, The Truth About Crypto, at Amazon.com or your favorite bookseller. You know, there's no question that the world of investing has changed radically over the past couple of decades, predominantly because of the explosion in computer technology and capabilities. And that's why I've been so focused on exponential technologies, the basis of my last book, The Truth About Your Future, and also a frequent theme on this program. So I'm really happy to welcome to the show Jay Jacobs. He's the head of research and strategy at Global X ETFs. Jay, thanks for joining me on the program. Thanks for having me, Ray. Jay is frequently on CNBC, so he's likely familiar to you. He's also often on Bloomberg and quoted in the Wall Street Journal. He was a business analyst at the New York Stock Exchange, and he's helped launch hundreds of ETFs. And most ETFs are very broad. You know, they invest in every industry, kind of like the S&P 500, which is an amalgam of hundreds of stocks in all different kinds of industries. But GlobalX is a bit different because they have ETFs that focus very narrowly, more like a laser beam than just a cold bucket of water. And Jay, at GlobalX, you refer to them as thematic ETFs. So explain to us, what is a thematic ETF and why do people like them so much? That's a great question. So thematic ETFs are funds that are designed to track long-term structural themes. What is going to change over the next 5, 10, 20 years? And what is the investment opportunity due to those changes? We have been tracking about 70 to 80 themes uh, over the last 10 years at GlobalX, but not every theme we think makes sense for investors. Give me an idea of a theme that you think is not worthy of investors paying attention to? A lot of people are talking about space. You have companies launching satellites into space. Uh, they want to do asteroid mining. They want to do space tourism. All really exciting stuff. The challenge from a thematic investing perspective is the investing side of it. Our belief is that that's not quite ready. Some of the themes that we like uh, include things like cybersecurity. So that's a theme where you can get good exposure. We're still in the very early innings of what cybersecurity means to our economy. 
And I assume that there are a bunch of other themes. For example, we keep hearing about the automobile industry turning to electric vehicles. Is that a theme worthy of investing these days? Absolutely. It's growing very quickly, but there's still a lot of of runway too. We're not too late. It's not like every car on the road is electric yet. You've got to stay focused on what's going on in the marketplace. You can't just sit back and say, oh, I'm going to invest in, you know, Coke and Pepsi and IBM because they've been around for 100 years. You've got to pay attention to companies that are emerging that are doing things that weren't available in the past, either technologically or because the marketplace didn't make them available. Absolutely. I mean, let's take robotics, for example. You know, historically, robotics has mostly been in helping manufacture cars, but now we have robots that can flip burgers and do security at malls. You want, if you're buying a robotics ETF, that it's going to evolve to capture these new high growth segments within the theme. And so therefore, does that mean that, for example, at Global X, that you would have one ETF that invests in electric vehicles and another ETF that would invest in robotics, and then some of those stocks might appear in both of those ETFs? We do have separate themes, and part of our process is we really want to isolate those companies that we think have very pure play exposure to a theme. There is potential for overlap, but it's actually pretty rare. The fact that you're using a very narrow focus, a laser drill, really helps to assure that you're adding diversification by adding funds rather than simply being redundant. That's a great point, Rick. And it's it's all about how that fits in a portfolio, too. If you're interested in robotics, you have to think about what is the rest of my portfolio and what are the exposures in my portfolio that may or may not have exposure to robotics. So what percentage of a portfolio would you suggest be allocated to this broad concept of exponential technologies and thematic investing? So if you're looking at a more aggressive portfolio that's more growth oriented, I think thematic investing could absolutely be 10 to 15% of that portfolio. If it's a more conservative portfolio, someone who's retired and is really more looking for their portfolio for income, I would say it's probably in that zero to 5% range. And just to give everybody a level set, um, my personal perspective, the portfolio that Gene and I have built for ourselves personally, we have a 30% exposure. We are overweighted uh, in this asset class of exponential technologies. Let's remember, I literally wrote the book on the subject, The Truth About Your Future. So we have a pretty strong level of knowledge and experience in this space. We have sufficient assets and a risk tolerance that justifies our uh, willingness to do this. So you've got anything from zero to 30, and you should talk with your financial advisor to decide what is a correct asset allocation for your circumstances. You know, we've talked a lot about tech itself, you know, electric vehicles and robotics, but a lot of folks have interest in something much more fundamental, and that's the environment. Absolutely. Uh, It presents potentially one of the most interesting investment opportunities for the next several decades. Uh, This includes companies that are developing state-of-the-art solar panels. They can eke out every little bit of energy that the sun is emitting towards the earth. It's advanced wind turbines. It's carbon capture that is trying to actively take carbon out of the atmosphere so that we can decarbonize uh, our air. Uh, it includes all different types of you know, new technologies, uh, tidal power, um, you know, geothermal, heat pumps, all of these different types of technologies that are going to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels. Some of these technologies have been around for a while, like solar and wind, other technologies like carbon capture are much newer and you know, still kind of at the forefront of, of, uh, of their adoption curve. You mentioned government commitments. Let's talk about the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. This is a massive multi-trillion dollar piece of legislation. 
Well, it's no secret that the infrastructure in the United States has been decaying over the last several decades. Uh, basically, you had a huge amount of investment in infrastructure in the 30s, in the 50s, uh, and that's kind of it. <laughs> Maybe a little bit the, the 60s. We have bridges, we have roads, we have airports, we have waterways that just haven't received the necessary investment. That's, that's not what you would expect of the leading economy in the world. We have delays in ports that's increasing prices. We have people stuck in traffic. All of that is basically slowing down our economy. So the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act is the largest investment we've ever seen in infrastructure in the United States that will basically bring up the standards of our infrastructure from as simple as filling potholes to building new terminals and airports and building more shipping capacity at ports. I think everyone's going to really enjoy over the next five to 10 years what this means to their everyday lives and more broadly, uh, the impacts on the economy. And then there are related technologies that play into this. For example, 3D printing. You know, we're already using, of course, 3D printers to build houses. There's no question in my mind that 3D printing technology will be used in this infrastructure development. We're talking with Jay Jacobs, the head of research and strategy at Global X ETFs. We've talked about a bunch of different themes, Jay, uh, of thematic investing within the exponential technology sector. What of these themes is the stock market and investors overlooking right now? One of the themes that I don't think is getting enough attention is ag tech, agricultural technology. Maybe that's for a good reason, because as soon as people are too worried about where your food is coming from, we probably already have a problem. But <laughs> the reality is we have a huge emerging market middle class of hundreds of millions of people who will be increasing their wealth over the next decade and will be demanding new, more expensive foods like meats and dairies and, um, and fresh vegetables, which is fantastic. And it's increasing the overall kind of wealth of the world. But we're not growing our farms at the same rate that we have people entering the middle class. At the same time, we have climate change, which is increasing the prevalence of droughts, floods, wildfires. But we have the antidote to these challenges, which is technology. And there's incredible technologies that are making seeds more resilient, that are allowing for autonomous tractors that can reduce the costs of farming, using drones that can fly around a farm and take pictures and understand exactly where the farm is having the best possible yields, as well as things like precision spraying, which just use less water or, or use less pesticides in the farming process. When you combine all of these different factors, we have an impending problem of potentially not enough food for this growing world, but at the same time, we have the answer with this technology. I think this technology is going to be absolutely critical over the next decade. People aren't talking about it yet, which is probably a good thing. But when they do, I think this represents an incredible investment opportunity. So with, within all of this, how many different ETFs does GlobalX offer in the thematic investing category? So we have 33 uh, thematic ETFs uh, with about $22 billion in assets under management. Now, again, this is coming from the 80 possible themes that we've reviewed, and we've narrowed it down to the 33 that we see as long-term, high-conviction, investable themes. But this is a space that's constantly evolving. There's new themes that come out every day, every month, as the world continues to change. In the future, some of these themes will sunset, that you know, this theme will be totally played out, that every car in the world will be electric, and it's no longer a theme, it's just an industry. So this is a constantly evolving space, and I think we're still just at the tip of the iceberg in terms of thematic investing being incorporated into people's portfolios. 
And I think you're right. As investor interest grows, assets allocated to this sector will rise, and therefore the demand for these stocks will rise. And if the demand rises, therefore the price should rise along with it. So it's a good optimistic view. But having said that, uh, this is a risky play. This is a long-term play. Let's talk about those risks that exist. Tech stocks, for example, have fallen in the past couple of months. Talk about recent market performance. Right now, one of the kind of leading factors that is driving the returns of these stocks is interest rates, because a lot of these companies are not profitable today. They're not even be expected to be profitable a year or two from now. They're expected to be profitable 10 years from now. So as interest rates rise, the value of that profitability in the future actually starts to fall. That's impacted the returns of tech stocks. So for any thematic investor, you have to recognize that these are concentrated portfolios. These are risky companies. There will be winners and losers. And there will be volatility in these portfolios as well. So right now, we've had a little bit of a downswing in technology stocks. Frankly, for thematic investors, this should be welcome because if you're in it for 10 years, this could be a good buying opportunity at lower valuations than we've seen. But it's a reminder that this volatility exists and people have to be comfortable with that as they enter into a thematic investment. And speaking about volatility, are, are geopolitics a factor? Of course. Um, we've actually found that geopolitics is hard to invest in, but it is a factor that can impact other investments. So years ago, people asked us, you know, should you do a trade war theme? And trade wars are interesting, but they can be over at a stroke of a pen. So we don't really like geopolitics from trying to invest in geopolitics. But of course, you know, U.S.-China trade relations can impact everything from uh, the sale of solar panels that are primarily produced in China and sold in the United States to heavy machinery and electric vehicles. Um, geopolitics between Japan and China. Japan's the biggest producer of robots. China's the biggest buyer of robots. If tensions between those two countries uh, fade, that can be negative for the robotics theme. But even in the geopolitics world is climate change, uh, how different countries are negotiating combined efforts to combat uh, carbon emissions. Right now, that's a tailwind for a thematic, though, because of the Paris Accords and because of COP26, where there's a lot of agreements around combining global efforts to combat climate change. So geopolitics can work both for and against themes, depending on kind of uh, which, which themes you're looking at and, and what, what's happening in the world today. And GlobalX recently released a new publication called Charting Disruption. Talk about this publication, uh, what its message is, and how my listeners can get a hold of it. It is our best insights into what we think is going to happen with these themes in 2022 and beyond. So what do we think is going to happen in mobility and electric vehicles, in blockchain, in climate change, uh, in food and water innovation? All these topics that we've talked about today, Rick, we've put together surveys, forecasts, interesting charts, opinions from third-party experts, yourself included, Rick. So thank you for contributing to Charting Disruption. But we're really trying to source both our ideas and the best ideas of experts in terms of how these themes will evolve. Anyone can access this. It's free. It's available online at chartingdisruption.com. I think anyone who found this conversation interesting will find this presentation even more interesting online. I really appreciate the conversation here, Jay. That was Jay Jacobs. He's the head of research and strategy on the theme of exponential technologies and thematic investing at GlobalX ETFs. And you can get that report, as he said, at chartingdisruption.com. Jay, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Rick. It was great to be here. Stay with us for more here on The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman.
Do you know anyone who's a new investor? You can help make it easier for them to get started. With the new Schwab Starter Kit, new investors can open an account and get $50 to split across the top five stocks by market cap in the S&P 500. Those are companies they actually recognize, like Amazon, Apple, and Google. There are also videos, guides, and other helpful tools, plus investment professionals 24-7 to answer their questions. To see the current top five stocks and learn more about the Schwab Starter Kit, go to schwab.com slash starter kit. Are you interested in investing in digital assets but find it all a bit complicated? Here's an easy way you can invest in Bitcoin and other top digital assets. The Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund, symbol BITW. It's the first and still biggest crypto index fund. It owns the 10 largest digital assets and it rebalances monthly, so you don't have to decide what to buy or when to rebalance. At Bitwise, we do it all for you. We want digital assets to be available to everyone, and that's why we work closely with individual investors, as well as financial advisors and institutions across the country. Crypto is all we do at Bitwise, and we have a four-year track record, four dozen employees devoted entirely to digital assets, and $2 billion in assets under management. If you agree that digital assets belong in your diversified portfolio, take a serious look at the Bitwise Crypto 10 Index Fund, symbol BITW, available everywhere you get your investments. What do all the greatest innovations have in common? Agents of Innovation. Ordinary people who shape the future by putting their money behind the right ideas. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100. So you don't have to be an inventor to help create what's next to come. Be an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the prospectus at Invesco.com. Invesco Distributors, Inc. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future. Every week, I like to bring you the latest and greatest in the field of exponential technologies. Have you heard about Kentucky Fried Chicken? They're now offering a chicken nugget that isn't made of chicken. It's a plant-based substitute. They've partnered with Beyond Meat. They're making burgers, sausage, and now chicken. It's made of soy protein with ingredients that get texture and taste pretty close to real chicken. Beyond Fried Chicken is a KFC store, $6.99 for a six-piece order of nuggets. Have you heard of facial recognition? The best systems can now identify someone who's turning their head 90 degrees. They can track someone who's wearing not just a face mask, but a ski mask. Even someone who's wearing a hat and glasses. They can identify someone who's age 50 from a photo when they were 17. The International Air Transport Association has launched the Travel Pass Initiative, which they think is going to be tied in to all of this, and it's essentially a vaccine passport. Holds details of your vaccination status and info regarding your flight. The app has a digital ID, so the facial recognition with the Travel Pass serving as a digital passport. 
they're going to be able to know who you are, even if you don't want them to. Are you looking for a financial advisor who can help with buying digital assets? Go to the DACFP advisor directory at DACFP.com. That's D-A-C-F-P.com. Hundreds of financial advisors have obtained their certificate in blockchain and digital assets, giving them the knowledge they need so they can give you the advice you need about this new asset class. If you're interested in investing in digital assets, you can find a financial advisor at the advisor directory. It's a free service at DACFP.com. Time now for everybody's favorite segment of the program, a visit by my wife, Jean Edelman. Jean, a student of the healing arts, Reiki, traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, acupuncture, and of course, macrobiotic and plant-based cooking. Here's Jean. Thank you so much. Today, I wanted to talk about being connected. Is anyone watching the National Geographic program, Welcome to Earth, hosted by Will Smith? I love it. Rick doesn't. (laughs) But I just watched this segment that they were explaining how oxygen is created on our planet and how connected and dependent we are on every corner of the earth for our survival. Every breath that we take starts in a desert in Africa. It's an amazing series and I do encourage you to watch it. And we need each other, and we're all one human species on this planet. And we each bring so much to the world. We are each connected and each very special. We have value, and if we stop and spend time together, we will see and find that common thread that we know somebody, or we've been to the same place, or we like the same foods, or we like the same movies or TV shows. But we're connected and we just need to spend enough time together. It helps us to stop judging, to stop imposing ourselves on others. Because when we find that common thread and we find that we have something in common, we give each other the space we need when we do need to figure things out. Because life is really about learning and making the mistakes so that we can improve and get stronger and better. And the other thing that drives me crazy is deadlines because we are all rushing around. And when you watch the series, you just see how nature, nature just evolves. It just takes its time. We've created all these self-imposed deadlines. I would love for us to slow down, connect, have more realistic timing, goals, objectives, learn how to make the small changes that we need in our everyday life connecting the dots to our health, our environment, our food. It's so important. And just being able to stop and look around, we can see how connected we are. And so my word of the week is connect. C is for capable. We are all capable to accomplish anything we set our minds to. O is for opportunity, being prepared and open when those opportunities arise. Staying open-minded and ready. N is for nourish. That's one of my other favorite words. Our minds, our bodies, our positive, healthy thoughts, food, people, nourish that in our life. The second N is for navigate. Life is a fun puzzle. And not all the pieces are there when we need them to be. So being nimble, being able to make the changes when needed keeps us moving in the right direction. And E is for earth. 
as we respect ourselves and others, we need to respect this amazing planet. Plant a tree, be in the garden, be in nature. Appreciate all the plants and animals, large and small. C is for create. We create the world we want to live in. So let's focus on kindness and gratitude and not take anything or anyone for granted. T is for time. You know what? Time is finite. Let's focus on the moments and making them joyful. Focus on the people and the projects that bring us joy, happiness, and contentment. Have a great day. That was Gene Edelman here on The Truth About Your Future. Choice is changing the way Americans save for retirement by making it possible to invest in Bitcoin, crypto, and other alternative assets inside your IRA. That's right. When you open both a deductible and a Roth IRA with your Choice account, you can buy real Bitcoin and or any of 22 other digital assets. In your Choice account, you can also buy stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, gold, real estate, you name it all in a single retirement account. There's no hidden fees or account minimums, and you get more control over your retirement savings. You can also access Choice via your financial advisor. So if you have a professional managing your money, tell your advisor to get set up with Choice so they can help you access Bitcoin and other alternative assets in your retirement account. Head on over to retirewithchoice.com rick. That's retirewithchoice.com rick. Well, that's it for the time we have on this program. Coming up next, a program brought to you by a sponsor of this show, Edelman Financial Engines. They have their own show and podcast, and it starts right after the news. Their show is called Everyday Wealth and features Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky. Soledad is a Peabody Award-winning journalist. Gene Chatsky is a best-selling financial writer. They explore the financial decisions you face and how those decisions affect your life. They're joined each week by financial planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other industry experts to share the insights and strategies you need. From managing your wealth and generational planning to retirement income, tax-efficient investing, and more. So stay tuned right here for Everyday Wealth. And for more information about that program, visit everydaywealth.com radio. The truth about your future with Rick Edelman and Edelman Financial Engines are not affiliated. Remember, if you missed any part of today's program, go to thetruthayf.com and download the podcast, thetruthayf.com. I'm Rick Edelman. See you next week. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman has been brought to you by Bitwise, the world's largest crypto index fund manager. As crypto grows, Bitwise believes everyone should have a simple and familiar way to access it. Bitwise makes crypto clear. Bitwiseinvestments.com and by Global X ETFs. For more than a decade, Global X ETFs has been dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. Learn more at globalxetfs.com and by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100. Invesco.com slash QQQ. Stay tuned for Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky from Edelman Financial Engines. EverydayWealth.com backslash radio. EFE and the truth about your future with Rick Edelman are unaffiliated entities. Get the truth about your future every weekend with Rick Edelman. It's the truth AYF.com. <laughs>